Welcome to the Humanity Matters Podcast, where we discuss and reflect on faith and philosophy, nonprofit leadership, and social issues. We want to engage ideas on what it means to be a free human being in the pursuit of human flourishing. For more information, visit our website, philipfletcher.org. And now, the Humanity Matters Podcast. going on everybody welcome it's sunday december 12th 2021 it is the humanity matters show i am your host philip fletcher where we discuss faith and philosophy leadership and social issues we want to engage with all types of ideas on what it means to flourish as a free human being in this society so thank you for joining me as always you can connect with me on any of my various social media outlets, whether that's here live on Facebook or live over on YouTube. Please subscribe. If you go over to YouTube, just put in my name and you'll see it and you can put subscribe. I greatly appreciate it. As well, you can connect with me on Facebook at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Also find me on Twitter at Phil Fletcher. Twitter, I, you know, I kind of like to peruse Twitter over there can be kind of like a dumpster fire sometimes. And so every so often I'll put some thoughts out. But either way, you can find me on Twitter as well at Phil Fletcher. But please, if anything, go over to my website, site, philipfletcher.org, philipfletcher.org. And there you can put your email in and you can get a weekly email update from me. It's called the Personalist Living and Leading opportunity to get some thoughts and some questions for uh, reflection. So you can find me over there as well. So thank you very much. If you connect and all of that good stuff, Patreon, if you're interested in supporting what I do, if you find any value in what I say, right? So go over to Patreon. You can put in my name. And for as little as five bucks, it's like a Starbucks coffee or a Round Mountain coffee or a Think coffee if you live here in Conway, Arkansas. And you can support what I do and get access to some content that is not available either on my website, over on YouTube, or here on Facebook. So there that is. So tonight we're going to hit on some news, local news, as well as some national news. And then if you got any questions or anything like that, I would glad to take them. It's going to be kind of a short show tonight. Got some other things that I need to handle. So we are going to expeditiously move through uh, the content. If you didn't know, I like to get my news source, my news information from uh, ground.news. They're not paying for this ad. So just telling you, if you want to get 
some good news. Uh, hey, go over to ground.news and you can get great news from the left, from the right, and it's even graded. Tells you where the blind spots are. Oh, also, before I get started, my nonprofit, City of Hope Outreach, we had our Christmas uh, store, our 13th annual Christmas store, and we were able to help 178 different children. So, if you had a box at your business, if you donated any type of money, if you donated any type of toy, I just want to say, from my board, from my staff, and most importantly, from the families and the kids that uh, we were able to come alongside and support. Thank you. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for demonstrating your generosity. It goes a long way. That's one of the things I try to drive home. I talk about love. I talk about kindness. I talk about courage. And I talk about generosity. And that if you have something to give, right? It doesn't matter the amount. If you have in your powers, in your capacity, then give. Especially during this time. It's the season of giving. Right, so just want to thank y'all for supporting our 13th annual Coho Christmas, and you'll have other opportunities to support my organization and what we're doing. So be paying attention to that website. That's coho58.org if you are interested uh, in learning more about my nonprofit and what we are doing here in the city of Conway. All right, seeking to provoke hope within individuals, whether they're board, staff, volunteers, whether they're men and women, children who live within our city. So there that is. So let's get to the news. So local news, oh, tornadoes hit um, here in Arkansas, as well as in the Kentucky area. It was real bad in Kentucky area. I had to call my parents. Uh, they live in Louisville, Kentucky. I have a nephew who uh, attends uh, Western Kentucky University. And uh, the storms, the tornadoes were pr- real bad, especially in Kentucky. Uh, Governor Brashear, uh, they're estimating possibly between uh, 50, topping 70 people lost their lives. So if you live in the state of Kentucky, um, look for ways for you to support uh, helping people get back on their feet, especially during this time. It's gonna, it's getting cold. It gets colder, especially in Kentucky. I grew up there, so there's opportunities for you to help with a nonprofit. You may be in the National Guard, or hey, you just people that want to get together and do something. Um, Hey, find ways, reach out to agencies in that area and see how you can help. Uh, We also had some uh, tornadoes touch down here in Arkansas. And so this is coming from the Hill. So from ground.news and from the Hill and Michael Schnell, uh, he posted this this morning at 1135 a.m. Headline, Hutchinson referring to our governor, Asa Hutchinson. Hundreds and hundreds of homes were destroyed in storm. So the journalist writes, Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson on Sunday said hundreds and hundreds of homes were destroyed and businesses were lost after a major storm ripped through the state over the weekend. Um, He appeared on Face the Nation 
And Governor Hutchinson says, we have hundreds and hundreds of homes that have been lost, businesses that have been totally destroyed. Hutchinson also said, it is too early to tell when asked about a cost estimate from the damage. Uh, the article goes on. The governor said an assessment has to be conducted to determine exactly what those dollar figures are. The article continues, noting that public infrastructure was damaged in the storm. All right. At least two people died in Arkansas as a result of the storm. So prayers go out to those families who lost uh, loved ones in the storm. And one of those deaths was at a nursing facility in the state. Storms swept through a number of other states in the South and Midwest, including Kentucky, where more than 80 people died. So there's that number. Uh, Hutchinson, the article goes on to say, Hutchinson on Sunday said more than 20,000 people in Arkansas did not have power in the wake of the storm, but that number has since reduced significantly. So it's good to know that there, there are people out there who are getting their power uh, restored. Uh, the article goes on to say, he also said the storm was a very unusual event pointing to the tornado's path through the state. Uh, Hutchinson says, it's almost like the tornado going through Arkansas picked cities along the path. Many times there are more rural areas. Here we hit multiple towns, causing enormous loss of homes and businesses, so the recovery is going to be longer, Hutchinson says. And he finally says, we've got to assess the damage. We've got, we've got to first, of course, get everybody in the shelter that they need, and we're quickly taking action on that He added and so that was governor asa hutchinson he was on face the nation uh this is reported in the hill the author michael schnell posted uh, 11 35 a.m so again prayers go out to those families who lost uh family members here in arkansas as well as those who uh, live in my home state of kentucky much love uh to the kentuckianans and hey, there's an opportunity again to be an embodiment of love, kindness, and generosity to individuals who experience such a weather event. So, again, that's coming from Ground News, published by The Hill, author Michael Schnell. All right, next, Governor Asa Hutchinson, he was making his rounds. All right. Uh, he was then on CNN and had a debate with the New York City Mayor, Bill de Blasio. And what did they talk about? Well, they talked about mandates and mandates regarding the, um, the 19. All right. So the headline reads, New York City Mayor and Arkansas Governor face off in mandate debate. This is on CNN Politics. All right. Uh, the subheadline: New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio and Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson go head to head over whether vaccine mandates are the best way to try to fight the pandemic. All right. So I'm choosing my words because on now on most of the social media sites, whether it's YouTube, Facebook, they want to flag your stuff when you mention the 19. All right, so we're in this pandemic, right? Obviously, there are these medical means in some places that are being mandated, a particular procedure that is being mandated for people to take. Uh, and so uh, in this 
TV interview, um, Asa Hutchinson and Bill de Blasio. Asa Hutchinson is a governor. Uh, Bill de Blasio is the mayor of New York City who is seeking to run for governor of New York. Uh, Bill de Blasio has instituted some very strong mandates in the city of New York. Uh, The argument was made because of the mandates that 71% have participated in this particular procedure, whereas here in Arkansas, there is no mandate on private businesses. It's only 51%. And the questioner opens up, well, don't you see that as mandates being effective? Well, if you're mandating people to participate in a particular procedure, of course your numbers are going to be higher than in areas where it's not mandated. So yes, the mandate is effective only insofar as mm, uh, compelling people to participate in that particular procedure. Okay? Now, whether the procedure is effective in protecting one against the particular 19, right? That's a whole different question, okay? Um, Yeah, so you can check that out. It's on CNN Politics. That is Governor Asa Hutchinson uh, in a debate style with uh, the New York City Governor Bill de Blasio, all right? So that's your opportunity to check that out. And again... I'm getting that information from ground.news, ground.news. Now, uh, the other favorite person, all right, uh, the doctor, Fauci, right? Today, he says this, Fauci, leading headline, and this is from ground.news again, Americans may just have to deal with more COVID boosters, Okay. Subheadline, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases Director Dr. Anthony Fauci said that Americans will, quote unquote, just have to deal with the prospect of getting more enhancement shots. Okay? Again, I'm trying to measure my words here. All right? Trying to avoid that warning label and all that kind of stuff. So, my question becomes, at what point... Do you not have to get your quote unquote power up? You know, if you played a video game before, you know, you're running around, there's little circle things you can get and it can power you up so you can continue on in the game. My question becomes this for Dr. Fauci, how many power ups do will a person have to get? Is this indefinite? Like is it indefinite? So, um There's different news sources who reported on Dr. Fauci's uh, interview today on ABC's This Week, okay? So you can go check that out. So we're going to look at Reuters, okay? What does Reuters have to say? All right. So Reuters reports, Fauci says three shots of the power-up is optimal care. All right. So the article reads from Reuters, three doses of a power up is the ultimate optimal care. But two doses of the particular company who's been the leading driving force behind this Pfizer or Moderna or one of the J and J's 
remains the U.S. government's official definition of fully vaccinated. All right. Top U.S. infectious disease expert Anthony Fauci said on Sunday. I really wonder how much those businesses have made. We'll find out. Health officials will continue to evaluate what should constitute the official designation. All right. Um, so Dr. Fauci says, well, I certainly think, George, it's the optimal care. Fauci said in response to being asked whether three receptions of the procedure does could be the new standard of care. Fauci goes on to say, I mean, for official requirements, it's still two, all right, of the one, two of the companies and one for the other company. But I think if you look at the data, the more and more it becomes clear that if you want to be optimally protected, you really should get a power up, he added. It will take months to tell whether annual power ups of the procedure are needed. Adding that he is hoping from an immunological standpoint that one power up will be enough to provide protection greater than just six months offered by the initial vaccine. But my question is, how long? Sometimes I feel like, and I'm not afraid to say this, people just being treated like lab rats. So you got this new edition that has come out. All right. You've got this new edition come out. And now it's been pressed. You need a power up. So if a newer edition comes out, will this extend the power ups? Just something to talk. I ask. All right. So there that is. Now, hey, welcome to Humanity Matters Show. I am your host, Philip Fletcher. If you got a question or a comment, put it up. I would love to interact with you. All right. Now we're going to transition. Got to bring up my trusty, dusty screen here. All right. Jesse Smollett. Now, uh, let me say this. So 2020 was a dumpster fire year. Right? You had the 19, and then you had the election stuff. And then you had the race stuff. It was like a perfect storm. All right. And in this storm, you had a man get up, getting my notes up here, and make the claim that he was out one night early in the morning to get some Subway sandwiches. All right. And he ran into some individuals who sought to reportedly lynch him. And these individuals align with the president at that time, President Donald Trump. Come to find out, this was not the case. That this actor, Jesse Smollett, and I have to emphasize this actor, Jesse Smollett, where this happened in Chicago, when 
2019. Who else was involved? Two of two associates of his. I guess that's what you can call them. All right. Associates. And these associates, okay, had a check that he wrote to them, $3,500, to participate in this hoax. Now, if this had been a hate crime, an individual who would have been found guilty, right? He or she would have been made quote unquote famous. His picture would have been everywhere. Her picture would have been everywhere. They would have been doxxed. All their information, all their history gone out, right? They would have been labeled like modern day clan. Here's what bothers me. What bothers me is not just Mr. Smollett and what he faked in order to gain I don't know what. Some have said it's for greater pay when he was on the television show Empire that appeared on Fox. Maybe it was for attention. I don't know. I mean, dude was an actor. Dude was getting paid. All right? Great singer. I even got one of his songs still that I listen to. More so because of what the song communicates, not necessarily that it's him singing it. But the other thing that bothers me is our two leading leaders of the nation, President Joseph Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris, they put out statements that they have not retracted. They've just left them out there hanging on Twitter. What do I mean? Starting with the president. And he was running for office at this time. So let's be clear. Joe Biden said this. Quote, what happened today to at Jesse Smollett, and this is coming from Twitter, must never be tolerated in this country. I don't think anybody tolerate, if it had happened, I don't think people tolerate it. Let's say that first. Second, we must stand up and demand that we no longer give this hate safe harbor. Well, we don't because the Congress passes hate crime legislation. So there's laws against it, okay? Going on, that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts. We are with you, Jesse. You can't legislate the heart. Let's start there. Should it have a place in our heart? No, it should not. Are there people who do not like people simply because they love someone of the same sex and gender? Yes, there are. Are there people out there that don't like someone because they are of a different ethnicity and they hate them? Yes, they are. Is that the preponderance of individuals here in America? I make the argument, no, 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 no. But nonetheless, 
Joe Biden made this statement. But he made a statement that is just not true. Will he retract it? Will he come out and say Jesse Smollett was wrong? Jesse Smollett should be held responsible. Jesse Smollett should be punished to the full extent of the law. Will he say that? Because if this had been true, Joe Biden would have asked for said perpetrators, if it had been true, to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. So I'm waiting for President Joe Biden to come out and say that Jesse Smollett should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. If President Joe Biden, if you were that eager to put out that statement without having all of the facts, now that you have all of the facts, where's the statement at? I'm not asking your press secretary, Jen Psaki, to say something. I'm asking you, President Joseph Biden, to say something. At least meet it at the same level that you originally published this, which was on Twitter. But I'm not done. So let's go to your second, Kamala Harris. Y'all, let me say something to my black brothers and sisters. Kamala Harris has done played you. She's unplayed you. She's unplayed you with her pearls and chucks. She's done played you. She's done played her sorority sisters. She's done played you. She's played you. She, like her first, are both impotent in their leadership. They just are. Just call it what it is. In terms of their leadership, that president and that vice president they are both impotent in their leadership. And I say that categorically. Let me say it one more time. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden are impotent in their leadership. And this is a prime example. So Joe Biden, now Vice President Kamala Harris. So Kamala Harris on January 29th, 2019, at 1.30 p.m. on her Twitter, says this, and I'm quoting, at Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. Nothing wrong with that. If she would have stopped there, okay, got it, cool. But this is where she goes too far. This was an attempted modern day lynching. She invoked the word. This man sought to simulate a lynching. Throwing just disrespect to the 4,000, 4,000 black bodies that were lynched in our history. 4,000. And he has the nerve to try to count himself among those and fakes it. But anyways, Kamala Harris says this was an attempted modern day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or color of their skin. We must confront this 
hate. Miss Harris, apparently the only person that has this type of hate regarding their sexuality and skin color is Jesse Smollett. He has a level of self-hate regarding his own sexuality and his skin color by faking a hate crime. But more so, the irresponsibility of you to invoke the term lynching was completely irresponsible. And so I ask, Vice President Harris, giving you the respect of your office, where is the correction to what you said, to what you tweeted out? If you demonstrated that same energy to tweet out something like this, where is that same energy to tweet out, you know what, Justice Smollett needs to be held accountable we must confront him regarding the division that he was seeking to sow. We must confront him in regards of disrespecting those who are wrestling with living with their particular sexuality and them coming out or them wrestling with issues regarding their color. That's what you should say. He's disrespecting the thousands, the millions of men and women who share the same physical skin color as he do. He's disrespecting the millions of those individuals who have a similar lifestyle as he does in terms of loving another male if they are a male or loving another female when they're a female. Where is that? Where is that Twitter statement? Where is that press release? Where is that 30-second or one minute YouTube clip of that. I don't know. I don't know. So, Jesse, you're probably not going to see this, and that's okay. But whoever hears this or sees this, Jesse, get help. Get help. Get Hey, that's the show for tonight. That is the show for tonight. So, if you, again, if you want to connect with me on social media, Twitter, at Phil Fletcher, Facebook, at Dr. Philip Fletcher. Find me on YouTube. Just put in Philip Fletcher. Subscribe over on my website. Hey, Catch the podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Some great content, I believe. It's been a great day. Got one more show for the year. Then it's Christmas time. Love Christmas. Gonna go see my parents, enjoy some time with them, with some rest and relaxation. And be picking this back up in January. So it'll be good. So remember. To be loved, to be kind, to be generous, to be courageous. If we remember to live in hope, we can do 
the impossible. Take care. God bless.